The Go Radio Football Show. Subscribe to the Go Radio YouTube channel for our latest videos. Let's go! Well, all eyes and ears of the football world in the UK have been on Glasgow this afternoon, just an hour ago. It was under an hour when Peter Lowell, Michael Nicholson and in the centre was Brendan Rodgers back as manager of Celtic four years and four months since he left for Leicester City. Mark Guidi is with us tonight, Scotland's top broadcast journalist. Mark, what do you think of it overall? We're going to hear from Brendan Rodgers in a moment or two. He said he had no regrets. He speaks about the squad. He talks about what happened four years ago. What did you take from that fairly short media conference for the broadcasters? Was it 22, 23 minutes? Yeah, well, I think, first of all, Brendan is delighted to be back at Celtic. I think he sees it as a big challenge, one that he's going to take head on he's inheriting a really good squad he's excited about that um, and for Celtic supporters Paul you could see by, by Brendan Rodgers he is a top class coach he is an outstanding candidate and I think he can take Celtic on to another level I think he can do better than, than Ange Postacoglu what Brendan achieved the first time round at Celtic a lot of it's been forgotten and erased because of the circumstances that he left. But take that out of the picture and just focus on what he achieved in almost three years as Celtic manager. Domestically, absolutely outstanding. This is a top quality appointment by Celtic. And do you think it's great for Scottish football? Rangers revival under Michael Beale in terms of the squad. He's made yeah. some good signings so far. But a lot to do to bridge that gap with Celtic. Do you think Rangers are going to up their game as well? well they'll need to, Paul. That's That's been clear uh, the, the past 12 months. Not been good enough for Rangers. Not won a trophy. Didn't take Celtic to the, to the wire for a title. Only beating them once in five or six attempts. So, yeah, but Michael Beale knows that. The Rangers board know that. The Rangers fans know that. They've already started to make inroads in terms of their recruitment to try and improve the squad but they face a, a, a rampant Celtic who have got the best squad in the country the the greatest finances in the country Brendan Rodgers we expect is going to have a lot of money to spend should he wish uh, to use it on the right calibre of, of player so yeah Celtic out in front and by the sounds of Brendan Rodgers they plan to, to, to stay there and if anything they want to widen the gap between themselves and Rangers. In the next hour or so, Mark, I'm going to ask you about your thoughts on who might be going over the summer. Already one player has come in, a younger player, we talked about it yesterday. But who do you think from that treble winning squad might mm. go? It's part of Celtic's model. Michael Nicholson speaks about that today. But what does Brendan Rodgers want to change? Paul, for me, the most interesting one is going to be the future of the star man, Kyogo Furuhashi. Um, he's in demand there is no doubt about that and rightly so mm. he's a top quality player but from a Celtic point of view a business point of view he has two years to go on his contract he's 28 turns 29 um, in January if you're going to sell and he is worth millions and millions of pounds um, just now if you're going to sell this could be the time if he doesn't sign a contract extension you've got to explore the market and interest will come Celtic's way anyway um, for him I don't think there'll be any rush to sell him but they're going to have interest in him. And bear in mind too, that he's away for the month of January on international duty, which is an important part of the season, albeit we've got a shutdown going on. But the, the future of Furuhashi is a, is going to be a real interesting one for me between now and, and the, the window. It was exactly one hour ago, just now, when the press conference started. The first words came, the welcome from the club chairman, Peter Lowell, who, as we all know, was chief executive when... He was there the last time, Brendan mm. Rodgers, and then it was over to the manager. He was asked about that period four years ago when he went to Leicester and some of the people who were, a lot of Celtic fans were really, well, everyone was disappointed. So he was asked about it, his relationship with the fans and uh, does he have any regrets? So first of all, what about the fans? Yeah, and I, and I hope that I can still have. I think it's just, um, 
it's natural when I left. It was a sad moment. I certainly don't regret it. But what I do regret is the hurt that it caused people. And it's the very reason I'm sat here today. You know, as a Celtic supporter, I, I understood what, uh, what it meant. And, uh, and probably even more so when I, when I left. So that was my regret, that I hurt people who were Celtic supporters. And, and uh, it, was, it was a big part of coming back. And he was asked also, Mark, about the reaction from the fans. What does he expect? No, listen, I, I un would understand how supporters would, would feel. And, and listen, I, I also know that when I was here, maybe the, the first time when we were doing really well, I will always will have had critics. So, um, but it was an emotional time. The, the club was going for 10 in a row and, and there was a lot of emotion around. Um, it was something that, uh, like you said, that, I never get too emotional with words. I'm, I'm hoping that in my time here, I can have that impact that I had in my first time. I think the expectations are greater. I think the pressure is greater because of what we did the first time and probably how I left. But, it's, but that was what I wanted. That's why I'm here. I'm here to win, to take on that expectation and pressure because it's a club that, uh, that wants to be winning. And for me, Hopefully the, the, the people that I've had lots of support for, from, you know, when I left and I'm now coming back, I really thank them for that, for the people that maybe don't want me here. Hopefully I can uh, prove to them uh, with the football that we play and, and the success that we can have, hopefully I can uh, shift their opinion. Mark, is that the key question on this at the moment, to try and repair or to see what he says about what happened four years ago? Uh, no, Paul, no, no yeah. for, you know, for me, it's about winning games of football and winning trophies again um, that's what it's um, about for some Celtic fans out there that aren't happy tough what do you want to do you want to criticise a club for bringing in a manager of the highest calibre a manager who won seven trophies out of seven yes European wise record not great definite room for improvement but when you look at the calibre realistically who've, who Celtic could have brought in to replace Ange Postecoglou Brendan Rodgers is by far and away a distance, a distance better than any other candidate, realistic candidate. Mm. Paul, domestically, he is a master tactician. Better than anything else in this country that's working in this country. That's the greatest respect to all other coaches and managers. He's bang on it and, and Celtic have got a top quality guy running the football club. When he left in 2019, um, I said at the time, I didn't have a problem with it. You know, it was the right, for, for Brendan, it was the right thing to do at that time for various circumstances it was the right thing for him to do it wasn't the right thing for Celtic Football Club but sometimes you only get one crack at it to go back down the road and he wanted to go for it he left the club in a really good position you look at what Brendan Rodgers inherited and what he left um, I was lucky enough to, to spend a few hours with him in his office at Leicester's training ground 14-15 months ago he had me down spent a bit of time with him Gave him a bit of insight in, in, into different things, but he, what I could still see from being with him from that time, uh, Paul was still a passion for Celtic. Mm. And I always had a wee inkling that he, that he would come back, or that he wanted to come back, whether Celtic would make the move because of the Did circumstance. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but as soon as Ange Postecoglou left and with Brendan Rodgers being out of work, my first thought was, I wonder if Celtic will go for him. I wonder if that um, gap that appeared between the club and him and the mm -hmm. supporters and him can be brought back together. Today, it's for real he's back at Celtic Park and I'll, and I'll say it again 
it's an outstanding appointment by Celtic. If you want to call Mark, myself, 0808 17 17 700. There's loads more from Brendan Rogers. There was a moment there, if you just look, there's Mark, who asked some of the questions, the other Mark Benstead, um, at Celtic Park a wee while ago. So just a second ago, Mark, when you were speaking, you see uh, Brendan Rogers talking an hour ago mm-hmm. and up there on the right hand cor- corner it was the Tottenham fixtures and you see Ange Postacoglu <laughs> honestly a month ago if we'd said yeah. you'd be, what is this what's happened here let's hear a bit more then uh, why did he come back to Celtic uh, whenever I'd spoken to Michael when he came out to, to present the infrastructure at the club uh, there was a lot of things in place that we'd spoken about uh, when I was here the first time there was a brilliant recruitment team in in place. I look at Mark and the work that he's done since he's been here and setting up and it's set up perfectly for a club like uh, like Celtic to work in the markets that they, uh, that they need to be working in and you can see with the players that's been brought in through his recruitment team and and uh, and that for me is um, is very important and, and I come to a club for one of the very few times in my career where it has uh, an upward feel to it you know, a lot of the, the jobs that I've gone into, the, the clubs have maybe been suffering or the teams have been suffering and I've come in to um, to pick it up. Here I come in with a great foundation on the on the back of the great work that Andrew's done here over the last couple of years and, uh, and look to continue with that. He was asked then, what's, what's his ambition as he comes back to Celtic? He won, as we all know, seven out of seven the last time. Well, listen, we, we all know the challenges of, of the Champions League and... And of course, it's it's where you can get through. If you can get through into the knockout stages, then of course that is um, that's a big step for for a Scottish team. But you arrive into Europe. There, there's competitions now where you can, uh, with that little bit of luck and uh, and the quality that you can have, it can allow you to uh, uh, to go a long way. So um, so for us, I think it's it's getting through a qualification. Phase, which is really, really important. And like I said, you you see where that can take you. But um, but Europe is something that it's such a challenge. But uh, but for us, it's a great challenge, and that's something that we'll uh, look to embrace. How big was that for him? Do you think the fact that Leicester went down? I mean, mm-hmm. he didn't fancy it, Leicester at the end. I don't think, and they didn't fancy him at, mm-hmm. at the end. It wasn't yeah. a straight sacking. Yeah. I do believe there was a. I think it suited Mutual both parties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there wasn't a huge job at the top in England available for him. Ironically, Ange got the Tottenham job mm-hmm. it was such a big pull for him as well the chance to be in the Champions League yeah I mean I think so uh, Paul you know um, he'll be getting well paid at Celtic but he could probably earn 50% more down the road had he waited I'm sure that Brendan Rodgers would have been involved in the October November yeah. merry-go-round that, that, that comes around the first wave there's you know there's a number of jobs become available now down the road Paul you know probably at least 50% of the, the Premier League clubs mm-hmm. down south will change their manager between on the next 12 months yeah. and Brendan would have been right in the mix for a few really good uh, jobs you know had David Moyes decided to to leave West Ham I think Brendan would probably have ended up um, there but David Moyes has decided um, to stay on is he but staying on? yeah we'll talk about that I think, later yeah, yeah, yeah stay good. on but Brendan you know three years uh, contract at Celtic uh, but I think you know I don't know if, if Celtic fans will agree with for me and this is going on on Brendan's CV we don't know what he's going to achieve in the next 12 months but I think he's a I think Brendan Rodgers is an upgrade in Ange Postecoglou as a coach and a manager Ange Postecoglou was brilliant for Celtic absolutely brilliant but I think Brendan Rodgers is a cut above I think he's he's on another level right now um, 
and I think the Celtic players Callum McGregor and the rest of them will be really really excited to work with it brings a freshness again I think two or three years anyway Brendan signed a three year contract mm-hmm. I said it before Paul a couple of weeks ago I think the max now for an old firm manager is three years maybe Excellent. two is, is the best but three is absolute maximum because I think it, it takes it out of you is it physically burnout? and mentally yeah, yeah it's, it's because non-stop because the city just yeah lives, the city everything the demands they've got and by the way if you survive three years that means you've been ah, successful because sure. you'll not survive three <laughs> years if you don't but yeah. success brings about um, its own pressures and therefore you, you might get yeah. headhunted to go elsewhere but I'll say it again I think Brendan Rodgers is an upgrade in Ange Postecoglou Did you there was a moment in the media conference which was it wasn't sombre but it was I think people were maybe a bit nervous because it's the return of Brendan Rodgers that he who his name mustn't be mentioned for a while remember all that sort of stuff ah, by a lot of nonsense. exactly nonsense. but it was there but it's a great story that he's here but he was asked then you know how long are you going to stay this time and he said, well, I'll be here for three years unless I'm emptied, as we say. <laughs> and it got a laugh. It got, it kind of broke the atmosphere a little bit. And yeah. it needed a bit of humour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it did. I think just at the right moment, it did seem a wee bit tense yeah. um, at times. It was always a wee bit difficult when you've got the, the, the top table in front of the cameras. You know it's going live and you need to be careful what you say. So I could I get that, but it did seem a wee bit tense, just a wee bit rigid, but certainly Brendan uh, broke the ice. But when you strip it all back, Paul, it's about how you do as a manager. And... Um, when Brendan Rodgers, as was the case with Postecoglou, when you have somebody of that calibre, give him control of the football department. Don't interfere. Give him control of the football department. When Brendan had total control of the football department, Celtic were a distance ahead of anything else in this country. The invincible season, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it's ironic, he's sitting there with the new chairman, Peter Lowell, who was the chief exec, um, and of course at that point they wanted money for John McGinn it didn't happen yeah. Whatever. And there'll be three sides to that story but it wasn't the relationship it had been with the club in the first year um, he was asked what's your message then to the fans some of the fans who are unhappy listen hopefully in time I can give you the feeling that I gave you when I was here the first time and I don't expect anything if I get the support uh, which has been amazing for me and the reaction since I came back then then uh, then that's great. For those who doubt, I've had it all my career. So I will continue to uh, to work hard and hopefully produce a team that plays and and plays with a commitment that uh, hopefully they can enjoy. And, and it's just going to be something that will take time, I'm sure. And I'm listening to you, Mark Weedy, and you just said the word you've heard as the players are buzzing. Those that know him. I mean, inevitably, some of the players, we've heard Atati talk about his future and being a bit yeah. vague. You mentioned there Furuhashi, Kyogo, the player of the year. Um, maybe it'll change the minds of some who thought they might go yeah. and but, think, but, wow, I want to work with him. Paul, in an ideal world for Celtic, but, you know, businesses, you know, they can get Furuhashi to sign a deal, but if he doesn't, I think this is a time where you really need to explore what your options may be. Um, you know, because of his age, two years left sure. in his contract, his his reputation down south is is obviously very high. His manager's just gone to Spurs now. I Could you see him they're... going there? Listen, I, I, you know, would, would Ange test the water if if Celtic, you know, if it's made clear, well, you know, Furuhashi's possibly available for the for the right price. Yeah. Would Would Ange say to Spurs if you can get Furuhashi Kyogo for for twenty million pound, go and do the deal? I think Ange Postecoglou would say that to Spurs. Yeah. If you can get Furuhashi for £20 million, yeah. pounds, go and do the deal. Go and bring him to, I was going to say White Hart Lane. Yeah, go sure. bring him to the Tottenham yeah. Hotspur <laughs> Stadium. But let, let's see what happens. Yeah. But, you know, it's going to be an interesting one sure, um, to keep an eye on. But again, Paul, Brendan Rodgers is a master tactician mm-hmm. and he improves players. Look at the Scott Brown that he inherited yeah. in 2016. Yeah. 
what he turned Scott Brown into. Callum McGregor. He was desperate to take Callum McGregor with him to Leicester. I've said in this programme a few times. Would have paid more than twenty million pounds, but he get no encouragement from Celtic to to do the deal. So the fact that he's back working with Callum McGregor, who's now the captain, that's a fantastic relationship, a fantastic starting point for the football club moving forward. And ironically, John McGinn signed uh, an extended contract at uh, Aston Villa today. So yeah. it's great news for him, great news Brilliant. for Scotland. Yeah. How much is he on? <laughs> what's the weekend what's in the kitchen there for young Stephen to uh, to spend not how good is John McGinn uh, and we'll get try and talk about Scotland a brilliant yeah. yeah you know just been a, been a great week for him and for everybody associated with Scotland well done to Steve Clark and all the players you know we're, we're, we're one step away from Germany next summer Paul it's absolutely magnificent and for John McGinn who is absolutely buzzing um, under Unai Emery you know he's improved his game improved his his knowledge of the game um, everything and, and, and Scotland are, are reaping the benefits so congratulations to John McGinn great to see a Scotsman doing so well and at the top of his game in the English Premier League What does the manager Brendan Rodgers think about the squad that he's inherited treble winners I think it's it's a good time to strengthen whenever you uh, whenever you've done ever so well and like you say a team coming off the back of a treble I've been in that position before and uh, we were able to do another treble so I understand the feeling now over the course of a summer what it is you need at this period uh, and that will be a bit strengthening but it's also I'm really excited to work with the players here because it's a young squad and uh, and there's still you know a lot of growth within that so um, but I'm really looking forward to to getting to see them over the course of pre-season there's only a few players that were here from when I was here uh, so it's an exciting squad and we can add to that that uh, it's now a really good time to do that when you're winning. He brought some top players in the last time, not least uh, Moussa Dembele, Odson Edouard, Scott Sinclair had a great couple of yeah, years as well. Right, yeah. yeah, what do you think, Mark? Are there going to be some some names that we know coming from England? What do you think? It could well be, um, uh, Paul. You know, Celtic been linked again today with, with, with a couple of players from um, from uh, South Korea, from uh, Guangzhou. About, right. um, so, yeah, I mean, they're exploring... Uh, all markets, you know, English markets, great to work, but it's so expensive. Yeah. Paul, you really need to, you know, you know, if you can dig up a, a, a you know, a Matt O'Reilly, a Cameron sure. Carter, you can go and you know, dig a, a couple of them up. But as you say again, the first time round, you know, um, Brendan Rodgers, the caliber of player they brought to the club, another guy that improved immensely, James Forrest. Well, look did, how, look right, how he improved yeah. James Forrest's game as well. So, yeah. look, as I say, he is a quality coach. I think he's got a real hunger about him. He'll yep. want to do better than Ange Postecoglou. You can only be the only way you can do that is by winning the treble and taking Celtic um, into the, the the knockout stages of the, of the Champions League. But domestically, he want to make sure that Celtic are champions again this time um, next year. They're doing um, three in a row, uh, and as I say, I just sense a real hunger and desire by Brendan Rodgers to 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 prove some people wrong and to be better than Ange Postecoglou in terms of what he delivers and in the other side of the city James Bisgrove the new chief exec who was meeting some of the fans a few days ago wonder what they're thinking there as well it's going to be some season isn't it we're going to take a quick break then we're back we can take some calls there's more from Brendan Rodgers and we're also going to be talking about the, the transfer window who's coming who's going we'll give you the latest next The Go Radio Football Show subscribe to the Go Radio YouTube channel for our latest videos Let's go Transfer Roundup on the Go Radio Football Show with CSD Air Conditioning. Committed to always providing a professional and speedy service. 
More from Brendan Rogers very shortly. If you've been on the moon, yep, he's arrived in Glasgow, well tanned and looking well after that Mallorcan sojourn for a couple of weeks. And Mark, there was a great line from Michael Nicholson who said, yeah, that lunch is a great lunch. <laughs> they spotted, he said, everyone seemed to know about it. Maybe it was the sombrero and the beach ball that they had. I think that the France director, Chris well, uh, Mackay. It was actually a good line. I yeah. thought Michael Nicholson did well, you know, a bit, yeah. a bit of levity. This yeah. is football. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, we don't know what's going yeah. to happen in the future, but right oh. now it's a great day for Celtic. You know, they yeah. brought back a manager of the highest uh, calibre, you know, and let's let's applaud Dermot Desmond, Michael Nicholson, yeah. uh, the chief executive, uh, for doing so. Um, you know, they're, they're clearly financially, they'll have put a lot into it. Um, you know, Brendan will, ha- you know, he'll demand a lot because he, he demands high standards and rightly so. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a move that, that you can see paying off for Celtic big time. So, what's the latest then? Let's check uh, the transfer, the possibilities you mentioned there a few moments ago. They've got their eye on a, another a player from Asia. I mean, there's been linked with three players, um, Paul from from South Korea. Um, you know, Ian Jun Sung, Jun Ho Yong, and Yang Hyun Yoon, um, and um, you know. Uh, from Guan Yu in the South Korean league it's uh, a league that they know well um, obviously so they've been linked they've, they've clearly still got their eye in that market um, as, we, as we can tell a lot of good deals um, to be had and obviously um, Brendan Rodgers must there. be happy with this sorry because yeah. Ange has got such an affinity there uh, the, yeah. the club are off to Japan of course, soon and, and, and what they can do as well now Paul is you know you give a name to Brendan Rodgers and you show him the package of footage mm. you show him the background reports you know, it's, it's everything sure. on and off the port park and, and as Brendan Rodgers said with, with uh, Thiago he signs it off or he says actually no do you know what and he'll have his own ideas he'll come with his own ideas of players that will fit into Celtic's budget and the yeah. Celtic structure so yeah uh, there's uh, the clearly Celtic will be active yeah. in the market they will strengthen and they made that clear at his press conference today they will strengthen and when you are the champions, it is the best time to do it. Several clubs are keeping tabs on the Rangers goalkeeper, Robbie McCrory. Um, less than a year after he penned a new deal at Ibrox, obviously the arrival of Jack Butland or the mm. signing the other week. Yeah. What do you think, Robbie McCrory? Could you see him on the move? Well, I, I think if, you, if you're Robbie McCrory and certainly if you're Michael Beale, um, you want to see how pre-season shapes up, Paul. Because Jack Butland on paper, I think, is a really good signing. But he's not played first-team football for at least a year, probably two so what kind of shape is he in? What are you getting? I think, by the way, I'm not questioning the sign. I think it's a great signing. Yeah. Um, but if I'm Robin McCrory, I'm thinking myself, well, I came into the team last season, I played the final six or seven games, got four or five clean sheets. I'm up for this. I want to go and take Jack Butland on and I want to go and show the manager that I should be the number one for the for the start of the new season in August. So I think it's up for grabs. Now, if it's abundantly clear that Jack Butland's the number one, then that's a conversation that Robbie McCrory will maybe need to have the final week of the window to see what his options are but you also know it all depends on what happens with John McLaughlin as well you need two good goalkeepers um, Paul so Robbie McCorry might have to be patient but right now I wouldn't be saying all my future's away from Rangers I'd be getting in for the start of pre-season next week saying yeah you've signed Jack Butland good but I'll be the number one come August I will be the number one You've been saying for months that he needed game time. He got it right at the end of the season. But that's the problem for the last two or three seasons. Robbie McCrory hasn't yeah. had a lot of game time. Yeah. Other news. So that was in the Scottish Sun today. Um, our own Barry Ferguson, who touched on this the other night, also today in the record saying, Lyndon Dykes has already made Rangers number nine. Now, Barry has said for a couple of years, why don't Rangers go for him? Mm-hmm. QPR connection, of course, Michael Beale. Yeah. Is it going to happen? Would you do it? Well, he's got a year to go in his deal. Yep. Paul's again, it's decision time for QPR. I mean, I'm sure that ideally um, they would want to sit down 
and offer him a new contract because he's an asset to Queen's Park Rangers if they've got ambitions of of uh, you know getting into the, the Premier League then you know Lyndon Dykes would be a part of that next season however if Lyndon Dykes makes it clear that he wants to explore other options and I think that QPR need to cash in on him now, what the transfer fee would be who knows is it 2 or 3 million is it 5 6 million who knows what, it, what it's going to be you know I, I think if I'm QPR I'm looking for around about the 5 million pound mark to be perfectly honest um, he's scoring goals for Scotland and a year ago down the road 5 million quid still a healthy amount of money but it's not a massive um, amount of money so it'll be an interesting one to see but if Rangers could get him then I think it's a, it's a, it's a right good signing for them Barry said here on the programme the other night he thinks at least three more players maybe around, I think he said around three yeah. uh, Craig Moore the next night said two or three players still to come in it's got to be surely yeah I would think so Paul yeah you know uh, um, another three um, first team ready uh, players you know not not squad players I think there's enough of them at Rangers you're, you're still needing to, to improve your starting eleven. so absolutely that's what Michael Beale will be, will be trying to do over the next uh, week or so Would you add a name like Thiago to your middle name when you were the goalkeeper <laughs> at St Mirren and Albert Rovers would you have done that uh, Southall would have been my Neville, ah, so exactly right, Neville. Right. it's putting a bit of a target in your back Odin <laughs> home Odin Thiago home what do you think I know he's a project it's a five year deal at Celtic uh, yeah um, but I think it's a project Paul where there's an expectation of it going really step yeah. into the first team I don't think it's one where you're, you're going to see him um, you know, be, be, been loaned out and like, I think they've real high hopes from the fact that Brendan Rodgers making the two and a half millions a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, of course it is, but it's not massive amounts of money. But the fact that Brendan Rodgers has met him, followed up in the reports from the recruitment staff, um, uh, then he sees him as, as somebody that can go and push. You know, Callum McGregor's an, a certain starter, but then you know what's happening with Aaron Moy, what's happening with Rio Hatati, what's happening with Matt. O'Reilly, etc., etc., David Turnbull. So, yeah, you wouldn't be surprised to see Thiago Holm in the starting 11 come the, the, the beginning of the season. There you are on Sky, a man you know well. The Aston Villa captain John McGinn signs a new contract until 2027. Yeah. I can't believe his brother didn't give us the exclusive on Wednesday, but uh, I think Scotland's proud of John McGinn oh. and the Scott McTominays and yeah. Andy Robertsons. Oh, goodness, yeah. Aaron Hickey, Kieran Tierney. Jay Adams, Billy yeah. Gilmore, the, the the lot of them. Kenny McLean, um, Paul. Yeah, you look at Ryan sure. Portis can down the road. Kenny McLean popping up. We'll go. What a team spirit there, and and can he speak high enough for Steve Clark? I mean, really, you look at the job. Um, for us to win our opening four games, including beating Spain at Hamden and beating Norway, you know. Haaland and all yeah. uh, away from one goal down with five minutes to go it's absolutely incredible Scotland will be in Germany next summer Paul I know Steve Clark won't admit it in public but we will be there sure. and uh, really excited about it really excited about Scotland going to Germany next summer I did wonder when you came in you have all good and having <laughs> I, heard you in the, I heard you in the sales office uh, I was there in 2006 at World Cup what a, what so a you country were, you were lucky. Yeah. what a country to have a major uh, tournament in and um, you know as I say the Tartan Army We'll go wherever Scotland base themselves, wherever their games are, you know, Frankfurt, Munich, Berlin, wherever it may be, um, you know, Scotland will have a party. Right, remember, we're in the transfer section of the programme at the moment, Mark, so let's bring it back. So Kevin Van Veen, what a job he did last season. Yeah. He's gone to Groningen and a good piece of business for Groningen. What was it, 700,000? Yeah, somewhere between five and 700,000. Yeah, so, you know, he goes back to, to his own country and Motherwell get a nice bit of... Uh, money for him it's a it's a healthy transfer fee to pick up a guy 
who's over 30 with a year to go in his deal so you know credit to Motherwell for that ideally they wanted to keep him yeah. but he's made it clear he wanted to explore his options and go he'll be back with Groningen they play Hibs and a friendly Easter Road of course uh, so yeah. he'll be back uh, I think July 21st uh, that game is um, so yeah so Motherwell it gives um, Stuart Kettlewell um, some funds it might just be in wages or it might be to to offer improved contracts to some players already at the club with that bit of money coming in so puts Motherwell in a healthy position and down south the big transfers everyone's going on about Declan Rice you know Arsenal keep coming in I don't know the very latest today but they're going to hold out aren't they West yeah. Ham not going to sell for less than 100 million yeah, going to, they're, they're, they're yeah. going to get the 100, 100 yeah. million uh, Paul Man City, Man City are, are, yeah. have joined the race they've uh, obviously lost Gundogan to uh, Barcelona yeah. it's incredible um, I thought Man, Man City had pulled out all the stops to keep him I, I can't see the sense in that one but anyway um, mm-hmm. but Declan Rice uh, an outstanding uh, England international centre mid can play centre half um, as well a real driving force for, for any team and I could see him in that Manchester City team for sure and the other thing to look out for then we started on this uh, so for Rangers another three signings or whatever um, and you might say who's going to go out at Rangers do you think Ben Davies name has been mentioned a few mm. times uh, Antonio Cholak I know Cholak yeah Verde, Verde Bremen maybe John Lundstrom yeah. Glenn Kamara Borna Barisic all the guys were year to go um, yeah. in their mm. deal that, you know, again that, that's business Paul that's what you do now and Rangers should be learning lessons from how they handled the Kent and Morelos situation as a business they didn't handle it prop, didn't handle it well enough so they'll need to learn lessons um, um, from that and uh, find out exactly what the players want to do and if there's not an inclination to sign a new deal if you can't get, get an agreement then you've got to explore the market and, and cash in on them it's as simple as that Interesting the only one who's gone um, is Fenerbahce Fenerbahce signing uh, Ryan Kent, Kent yeah. isn't it amazing that all that chat about Morelos and nobody signed him mm, I mean his agents will be, be working hard to, to, to try and get him um, something but yep. you know two years ago um, you know it, it was hot property but they do, but again Paul they do their homework they do everything it's not just about what you do on your part it's your professionalism off the part it's your package they'll be aware of the of the times where they let Rangers down off the part turning up late not turning up at all etc etc so even though he's on a free transfer and you know there's no doubt that he, that he will go somewhere and, and he'll get a good move but it's maybe not as good a move as what he should have had um, if he was the complete package. Transfer Roundup on the Go Radio Football Show with CSD Air Conditioning. Providing you with a complete air conditioning installation service. Great to bring that to you with our friends at CSD. Mark Guidi, Paul Cooney here on the Go Radio Football Show. We are live from the heart of the Gorbals. Is this the heart of the Gorbals? It is now, isn't it? Yeah. Just about. It's good as. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. a day where Brendan Rogers was unveiled as he met the media for the first time. It's probably still going on, Mark, isn't it? You do television, radio, first of all, yeah? And yeah. online. Then yeah. you go and do, do what do, happens do after the, that. Yeah, yeah, so he'll be sitting with the newspaper just now. I think there's now a slot for the the Celtic fan media, the various bloggers. I, I, <laughs> meant with the, I meant with the, the journalists of the... Of the press, of course. Oh, listen, one thing about Brendan yeah. Rodgers, Paul, he's good copy. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, yeah. he's really good copy. He, he's insightful. Um, he's intelligent, um, and you know, he, you know, as you could see there, and he's he's conference. You know, he's. I just think I can really see a real hunger. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. he said, you know, he said three months off. He said a nice wee break, and he's back in uh, Celtic, where he says, you know, when he took over at Celtic the last time seven years ago, even though the club were league champions. 
they were on their knees. There was, there was 20,000 turning up for games. You know, um, a lot of players had lost their way, but he came in and absolutely took them to a different level. Took a number of the players to a different level. Tactically, he was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant. Tactically, domestically, European-wise, you could see he was a wee bit stubborn. He didn't he budge a wee bit and it resulted in Celtic having a couple of hammers. I think only one, one Champions League game um, out of 12. So he knows that there'll be a focus on him to improve in that. That's why we're looking for the best possible players that came in. He'll have a healthy transfer kitty. Like I said, Paul, in this programme three, four months ago, I could see Celtic breaking a transfer record in this window. If the right player becomes available, the funds are there to, to, to go and do it. And, uh, you know, Brendan Rodgers isn't he coming back here to shop around the million pound market and, and, and project players. He's coming here to make, to make a proper dent because he's following somebody, a real hard act to follow in Ange Postacoglu yeah. and Brendan Rodgers will want to better that. I should have said in the transfer window feature a moment ago that Rochdale have signed the defender Kel Ferguson, our own Barry's boy. So he yeah, just brilliant. signed for them. Yeah. Yep. Six great, foot five. Great news. Yeah. Uh, great news. Um, and, uh, you know, he's at a couple of clubs um, down south. Yeah. And, mm. uh, you know, Barry goes down and watches him as often as he can. So, yeah, wish him all the best at, at Rochdale for sure. And, of course, on Monday night, we're hoping Barry will be here along with Neil Lennon. So we put the two of them in the same team for the first time. That should be amazing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great rivals uh, when they were on the park, you know, yep. two two ferocious competitors, two winners. You know, they both had their fair share of success at Celtic and Rangers um, over the years, and yeah, that's a a dynamic lineup on Monday night. Yeah, I wish we were on as well because you'll know some of the because you were, you were so active, you know, in the Sunday Mail at that point. So I'm in Dundee yesterday ahead of uh, the Dundee Kilt Walk. It was a beautiful day. I was at DC Thompson as well. Your excellent uh, column. Sunday was Post. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know if it was acting the Sunday Post. So we're there, and thank you, DC Thompson. They gave us the room with the, on the tenth floor, the view oh, of the whole of the Tay. It's oh, I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. You see everything. It was fantastic. So we go down afterwards, right? I'm coming back down here for the show for the extensive preparation for the Go Radio Football. <laughs> show and I'm in a cafe with a few of the team from the Killwalk and who goes by and I go I, I don't believe it so Dundee yesterday at half 12 it was Hugh Evans. ah brilliant the shugster the shugster so I was spotted deep in conversation with him so he'll be joining us <laughs> Mark it's been great that isn't it it's amazing the legend there he was up ah, he said yeah I'm looking forward to tomorrow obviously for the, the media conference but Hugh a legend of broadcasting yeah so great, great yep. days a great colleague yep. and a, a great a uh, great friend and a great mentor to me as you have been yourself yeah. uh, Paul over the years well, it's, and, good uh, good it's good you've got two it's good you've got two of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah. good on yeah. uh, good on Shug uh, um, getting out it, and about it's a small world and he'll be in there when I said that about the press thing you need a free pe press to be in and ask the questions yeah. you know what's the, what's the dynamic like with the the board now it's a bit different from when it was then uh, because he left I mean listen he had an opportunity to go to a club that had won the title just uh, what three years before in England, yeah. um, they lost the owner. Then, of course, the the terrible tragedy. Yeah, Paul. Uh, but Paul, look. I mean, when Brendan Rodgers left Celtic, the relationship between him and the hierarchy yeah. was strained. Yeah. You know, the, 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 it's, it's well publicised. It's well documented um, about his relationship with, with, with Peter Lawwell, who was a chief yeah. executive at that time. Was strained. Where does it track back to? Who knows? Both sides of that story. But it was strained. Yeah. An opportunity came up for him to leave to go back down the road. Um, and he took it and like I said at the time I don't blame him for doing so but I also get the, the hurt and anger that the Celtic fans had towards him for leaving in the middle of the season but like I say look at what he inherited and look at what he left he would take that all day long How long will he stay? 
He answers that in a moment. The Go Radio Football Show, building up to the new season. Let's go! Crofty and Grado back from honeymoon. Not the two of them, of course. <laughs> uh, Grado's honeymoon. Oh, it was well uh, represented in social media as well. Yeah, yeah, the big wedding. Yeah, yeah. congratulations to them. Absolutely. How was it? Were you there? Oh no, you were away. Oh, you weren't invited. No, no, was <laughs> all three. Oh, all the above. Indeed, snap. No, it's brilliant. They'll be back next week. Really looking forward to it. When you wake up, in Mark's case, and I might not. Of course, we'll be up from uh, six on Monday morning. This is supposed to be the closed season, uh, but it's non-stop. Never goes Scotland away. Deal. It doesn't. Never does it? goes away. Yeah. Never We've got the conference uh, draw ready for Hebs. But look, yeah. the big talking point today. It's. Brendan Rogers back in town tan this afternoon what was that if you didn't see it he's wearing the the, the club uniform almost it's the suit mm. isn't it? it nothing much seemed to have changed from when he left listen it might, ago, be the, yeah. might be the same one they had if he's kept it <laughs> well listen it's not changed yeah. ball the tie everything I mean he looks Slater's. the same as what he was yeah. um, I think they've upgraded I, uh, oh, perhaps um, um, Mr Slater will be listening Slater's yeah. is very good very indeed good. <laughs> and there are others available <laughs> right we better keep it so he was asked the question uh, Brendan how long are you going to stay as manager well hopefully listen I've signed for three years and I'll guarantee you I'll be here for three years unless I, I get emptied before that <laughs> as, as they say up here but uh, but yeah that, that will that, that will be the plan and um, and like I say, then we can we, we can look at it from there. Mark, yeah, Paul, he can't go mid mid season regardless of who comes in from how well he's doing it. And like you said, he's made that statement now. What if it's Barcelona? Uh, 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 he can't go, Paul. Real Madrid. He can't go. Bayern. <laughs> Keep going. He, he can't. I know he's fluent in Spanish. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think it's an ambition right. of of Brendan's to 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 manage in the league, and I, and I think he will one day. But he's committed to Celtic until the summer of 2026 um, and as I said which I think three years is more than enough at the old firm now unless of course it doesn't go to plan for him and for the club and Celtic decide to to, to part company with him but as long as he's been successful um, his plan should be to beat Celtic to guide them through to, to five in a row to win the title for the next three years to win as many cups as possible to try and make a dent um, in Europe um, but he's made it loud and clear there after what happened the last time um, despite yeah. what's going on he has to be at Celtic for the next three years it's time to move on from all of that though isn't it, it I mean, is, we have to talk yeah. about it but let's let, let's move on Paul, he was a brilliant this. success yeah. for Celtic he was a brilliant yeah. success he is a top manager and it is an outstanding appointment by Celtic to get him another outstanding manager is Ange Postacoglu and just two years ago he came in we know the story um, and he's won five out of six. So he's gone to Tottenham Hotspur. Um, so manager Brendan Rodgers was asked today, have you been in contact with Ange? No, no, I've exchanged messages with him. I've, I've spoken depth to, to John Kennedy, who's obviously been a, a pivotal uh, person here at the club and who was, and who'll be my assistant whilst I'm here. So, uh, yeah, I've spoken at length. I've obviously watched Celtic as well. The football philosophy is, is not... Uh, too different in terms of how um, how we would work and, and how a Celtic manager is, is perceived uh, to work with his team. You know, it's, it's an attacking club where you have to not just win, but you have to win stylistically in a certain way. And uh, and Ange has obviously done that, and and hopefully my period before we were able to do that. So uh, so it's a continuation of that and looking to continue to build on that. So he hasn't spoken with them, but they've been in contact with each other. Yeah, and as he said, you know, we all know he, he was up here. Um, yeah. The Scottish Cup semi-final, mm-hmm. what Celtic defeating uh, Rangers was a guest of 
lot of talkies, uh, yep. we believe. Yeah, so yeah, and, and, look, he, he'll be all over Celtic Paul, you know, just because he left the club to go to Leicester City mm. four years ago. Didn't we see his fingers in the pulse on 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 everything? You know, I'm sure he's still be in touch with like Sir Callum McGregor, and Scott Brown, and all those guys. Um, uh, anyway, so when you look at another thing as well, which I, I think is why I think it's an excellent appointment and the outstanding candidate was he knows what it's like to live in this city. Yeah. And that's such an important thing, Paul. He knows what it's like to handle the demands of the Celtic supporters and sometimes the, 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 what can come from the other side of the city. So it's a full shoot match. He handled it for almost three years very, very well. He got the tone of it right. His family settled into it very, very well as well and, and, and loved their time um, in Glasgow. And for me, that is a big part of being a manager of Celtic or Rangers. So we're talking about Celtic now. So for example, when I saw... Graham Potter's name on the list of candidates I thought oh no I don't know if Graham Potter struck me he's no. the kind of character that could handle life off the park in yeah. the goldfish bowl of Glasgow um, good coach no doubt about it but again if you're off me you know night and day Brendan Rodgers on so many levels streets ahead of Graham uh, Potter again that's why I think this is an outstanding appointment and an upgrade on Ange Postacoglu. It's a three-year deal. He's the highest-paid manager in the history of Celtic. Mm. I wonder who the, the previous one was. It was probably him, him. <laughs> the last time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Neil Lennon, who... Neil Lennon won, you know, five titles out of the last ten. Yeah, he won the first three to start nine in yeah. a row and, and, yeah. and won the last two that, 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 that stopped it at nine in a row. So, yeah, look... Uh, and and I get, do, you, do you want actually... Yeah. Uh, I hope, but not, nothing yeah. to do with the fact that Neil's the pro. I, I feel for Neil the way it ended from at Celtic um, two years ago, yeah. two and a bit years ago. Um, the COVID times. Yeah, all, yeah. all that. Um, because he, he tried his best. Yeah. He gave his all, never worked in the final season. But I hope that now that you can see that there's been a forgiveness from most of the Celtic fans, not all of them, but for most of the Celtic fans, a forgiveness towards Brendan Rodgers now that the same can happen for, for Neil Lennon because there's yeah. still a number of Celtic fans that for whatever reason... Um, haven't sort of forgiven him or kissed him made up in terms of his final season at the club and I hope that, that, that time can be a healer um, on that because when you look at Neil's contribution as a player yeah. and a coach and a manager I think over 20 major trophies yeah. um, absolutely in, incredible and um, you know, he, he loves Celtic to the core as well which is important it's going to be some season coming up and we will be there all the way. We're on every night from five. I think there's seven million downloads, Mark, as well, Brilliant. which uh, I was hearing, so it's great. Thanks for making the Brilliant. switch. Every night from five is the one-hour specials in the summer, although Monday night it's going to be Neil Lennon joining us here in the studio. I think we'll make that a two-hour special. See if I can cram you into that one, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> What's the money like? Well, how much can you afford? It's the old gag. Right, what about... The, um, 30 million's been mentioned, but nobody, certainly in that part of the press conference that we heard, uh, mentioned a figure so the manager Brendan Rodgers was asked about recruitment what's happening no, I think it's just about getting quality my my conversations with Mark and the recruitment team they've got a great handle on on where it's at and speaking to Michael everything is under control in terms of contractually and, but like I say a good time always to improve is, is when you're doing well and this would be a nice this is a nice possibility for us to uh, to improve the squad, but it's not it's not lots of numbers. I think Ange, when he came in, he had a massive rebuilding job and done a brilliant job at that. And over the last couple of years, himself and the club, they built a really really good squad. So um, so it's a case of continually developing that squad and then adding quality where we can. Mark, I wonder how much it is and where is he going to strengthen? 
I, I, I think we, we've said um, central defence. I think yeah. we'll be looking at that central midfield. Now I don't know already if um, if Thiago fills that potential. What they were looking at, or they might need one more. And I think they're probably looking at one, if not two strikers. Um, a, what about know, O? Sorry. Oh yeah, I mean I, again, yeah. I mean I like O. I, I, I think O needs a, a bit more time. But I think that, that when he's come off the bench, I think he's looked the part. Yeah, and, and I think he's. I'm not saying he's happy being a backup striker, but he's content. He's not rotting the boat, which is important um, as well. Um, Jota and Abada, what's going to happen mm, with them? They'll yeah. be interesting the two of them, Paul, naturally, because they're two very, very gifted um, players. So, you know, when I hear this, you know, he's got 30 million to spend. I have to be honest, I take things like that with a pinch of salt, yeah, sure. you know, because there's not an exact number on it. So, what, ha- so what happens if they sell Kyogo for 20 million? Is it 50 million he's got? Or, you know, whatever. Sure. And, you know, does he need to spend it all? So if he's only spent 20 million the last day of the window, they go and spend 10 for the sake of it. Or if it's a 30 million kitty and he spent 25. And then in the last day, somebody becomes available at eight. Do they go up to 33? So I take it with a pinch of salt. All we know is there'll be substantial money there for him to spend, Paul. I don't think to the to the level that Celtic are used to opening it up, money won't be a money won't be a barrier for Celtic. Celtic can spend big if the right players become available. And I'll say it again, that's why I think I wouldn't be surprised to see Celtic break their transfer record this summer, which I think stands at nine million for, for Odson Edward, which was a Brendan Rogers um signing. Bought them for nine, sold them for eighteen, and got a couple well, of really good years. Well. and honoured to um, to be asked to come back. Um, my whole plan was to to have a year out and uh, and reset again. But um, but once I spoke to the the guys at the club and um, and looked a little bit more deep into you know where the club was at, then um, it was then pretty straightforward. You know the club's in a fantastic place. And uh, it made me really excited to, to come back. And also, it wasn't a nostalgic move, but I had an amazing time here when I was here. But I'm here to win going forward, and uh, and I really look forward to to hopefully achieving that. So it's game on very soon, Mark. You can hear that he's determined to make a mark. Second, he did the first time. Yeah, but Paul, I just you know, if we listen to that clip again, the way he said it, I'm here to win. The way he said it. As well, he he's here to be majorly successful. Yeah, yeah there, there's no doubt. He's not here, to, as he said, coming up because his family like they'll come up here for a jolly. He's here to come up and make another major mark on on the history of Celtic football club. And people need to be realistic. You know, the idea that managers come and stay forever. The clubs don't want managers staying forever. No, it's not healthy. Not the late. It's not healthy for the clubs. Yeah. Not healthy for them. Jock Steen was then offered the pools position of yeah. the club. Eventually, the yeah. most successful manager, yeah. arguably, um, it Scotland's ever had. I mean, there's Sir Alex now, and but I mean Jock Steen. So everyone, there's a point where it is time to go. And I think, I think the fact that Ange has gone, you know, Ange, nobody would say anything against Ange, and why should they? But he's gone. Yeah. He's gone to Tottenham in the biggest league in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for much more money. But but you can't blame them. And I hope fans nope. can get realistic. This binary thing of oh, you're either you know you're one of us or you're not is nonsense. Yep. They are professionals you want the best people whether or not they, they, you don't want them to stay for too long mm-hmm. no I, I, as I say I don't think it's it's healthy I think given the demands on and off the park uh, I think now uh, three years is a max for, for, yeah. for a Celtic or a Rangers manager 
Michael Bale, what do you think he's thinking then? I've asked you know the guys earlier in the week about it. Is it bring it on? Game oh, on? It'll, be, it'll be focusing on, on 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 Rangers. You know he can't control what happens. I say he can't control who Celtic appoint or who Brendan Rodgers wants to buy or what the size of the kit is. He can only control what he's got to spend and what he's got to work with and getting the maximum out of his players. A, a big thing for Michael Bale would have been beating Celtic in the in the, in the final from game of the season. In the grand scheme of things, it meant nothing. It was a bit tricky one one of the previous four or five that were more important because he actually meant something and he didn't manage to do that. But in a way, it was a big psychological thing for him as a manager of Rangers to to, to beat Celtic. Um, and now he's got to go and find a way of improving the squad and the players that, that will remain with him of improving them as well, getting more out of them um, to make them become champions of Scotland over 38 games. Big, big ask, Paul to go and beat Celtic over 38 games. It's a massive ask, but Michael Beale needs to find a way of doing that. If he doesn't, then he'll be out of job. Brendan Rodgers said this afternoon, I don't regret moving to Leicester, was what he was talking about, but I do regret the hurt it caused. Hopefully I can change some of the fans' opinions mm. in the coming seasons. Um, watch this space. It's going to be fascinating. Brilliant. Oh, it was great. Box office, great for Scottish football, Paul, and a great appointment for Celtic. And it'll be great on Monday night. So it's Neil Lennon is going to be here. Hopefully Barry as well. I see Kyle, as we mentioned, uh, signing for Rochdale, yep. his son. But uh, that's going to be brilliant. We'll be taking questions on Monday night. Five till seven, Neil Lennon. Barry, myself in the studio. And Mark, you might be around as well. Enjoy the weekend. You too, Paul. We'll Thanks very much. Enjoy that. Brings. We'll be back uh, Monday at five. Thanks, everyone. Uh, coming up after the news is Zoe Kelly. The Go Radio Football Show, building up to the new season. Let's go!